Welcome to Dollars and Cents, creating your fulfilled life with Nicole Romito from Private Vista. In this podcast, we draw from years of experience as well as guest specialists to help you create the life you imagine. Join us in this journey as we enlighten and empower you to align your lifestyle to help you achieve your goals with a clear picture of your future. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents with your host, Nicole Romito. Nicole, what's going on? Hey, Eric. So much is going on. Uh, Life continues to be super busy, but super awesome. How about you? How's life treating you? Oh, it's fantastic. I've already had so much fun this morning with all of you off air, uh, because the audience doesn't know this, but you have two guests in studio, and uh, they're a riot. So I'm just going to let you get to it. Who did you bring in, and what are you talking about? So, Eric, I have two of my favorite colleagues here with me. And yes, I know I say that about every one of them, but my actual favorites, you know who you are. Joining me today in the studio, I have Stephanie Nanny and Delaney Orozco. To celebrate Women's History Month and International Women's Day, we're going to discuss why we believe wealth management is an excellent career choice for women. I love this topic, Nicole. I mean, this is this is something I'm very passionate about. I've worked with advisors for a very, very long time, and a very low percentage of them were women. I see it more often now, and I'm hoping that you're seeing the same thing, but I believe women need to get into this field because you guys have a ton to offer. Yes, we couldn't agree more with you on that comment, Eric. And in a few minutes, I will share some statistics that will quantify your comment. Personally, what Delaney, Stephanie, and I hope to convey today is this is a great career choice for women. It's very fulfilling, both professionally and personally. We've all learned a lot to better handle our own personal finances. And as we'll discuss, it really does allow you to have both a successful career and professional life, but allows you the flexibility and time to also have a lovely and fulfilling personal life. So we feel it kind of checks all the boxes. And, um, we're going to highlight some of the natural qualities that women tend to have. We know each person is unique, but we have found that um, a lot of the qualities we naturally have really set you up to be a successful financial advisor. So before we get into that conversation, I'd like to share a little bit about Stephanie and Delaney. So Stephanie has been with Private Vista since 2006 and is recently become partner within the last few years. In addition to working with personal clients and having her CFP or Certified Financial Planner designation, she is also our Qualified Plan Director, which means she works with clients in setting up retirement plans for their companies and employees. And because of that work, she holds her CPFA, Certified Plan Fiduciary Advisor. In addition to all those responsibilities at our firm, she's also on the board of directors for the Women's Exchange in Winnetka. Also with us is Delaney. She was in the CFP program at Virginia Tech and received the designation the year she graduated in 2015. Her fun fact is Private Vista is the first and only firm she has worked for, and our hope is that fun fact lasts (laughs) ongoing. Uh, She is a senior advisor and plans to continue working towards becoming a partner at Private Vista. She loves helping our clients align their finances with all the things that bring them joy in life. 
I've really enjoyed, I've worked with Stephanie and Delaney since they've joined the firm. And I know for me, it's been so gratifying to see both of you flourish um, and really come into your own and continue to progress professionally, but also personally. So I know our listeners would love to learn a little bit about what you guys enjoy doing uh, in your personal time when you're not helping clients. Stephanie, why don't you start out? Sure. Thanks so much, Nicole, and thanks for having me today. I'm thrilled to be here with both Delaney and Nicole. Um, you know, mostly outside the work with my husband and two girls, I love to travel with them as a group. We just got back from skiing. Uh, we also, I love to coach their soccer teams. I'm not sure they love it every single day as much as I do. And then <laughs> lastly, um, I do play paddle um, tennis or you know platform tennis, whichever way you prefer to call it. So that's really mostly where I focus my time outside the office is with family and um, travel. That's great. And I have to say, uh, listeners, Stephanie's youngest daughter, Mackenzie, is truly my spirit animal. So I just wanted to share that fun fact. Delaney, why don't you tell us a little bit about Danny and the latest addition to your family? Yeah. So outside of the office, we're a very, very competitive group. So I have played volleyball since I was about eight years old. And now we coach in a club in the city of Chicago. Uh, and we basically do that in all of our waking minutes outside of private Vista. Um, to top it off, you know, we still play as much as possible. My husband and I try to play in leagues together. It's actually how we met. And now we're trying to prepare our daughter to be an Olympian, whether she knows it or not. <laughs> She's six months old. I was going to say, I think, yeah, I think she has a little time to, there's lots of training time ahead of her. <laughs> exactly. So we do that. And then we've recently implemented family bowling on Fridays. Ooh. So every Friday. Wait, the, is Mila the bowling ball? <laughs> she watches at this point, And I think she actually enjoys listening to all the noises. And Danny and I enjoy trying to see who's going to win that day. Most of the times it's me. I love it. I love it. Well, your competitiveness that you uh, learned on the volleyball courts, I think is certainly serving you well in your career as a financial advisor. And I know, Stephanie, you also played um, sports growing up as well. So it's I think a lot of us, that's a common factor, which maybe we can expand upon or comment in our careers. Um, I, too, did sports growing up through high school. And there's just a lot of good qualities and a lot of the processes and stuff transfer over. Would you guys agree? I would. And I think that's something that hopefully I'll be able to instill in my girls. So again, they're 11 and seven years old. Reagan's the 11 year old. Mackenzie's the seven year old. To be able to have that team and unity, that collaborativeness that the three of us use every single day here at work as well. I've also found a really interesting correlation to, I'm sure you've heard, and this is kind of a perfect topic going into, you know, International Women's Day next month. There's this concept of being bossy and you get called being bossy a lot as a woman. And it's a word that I don't use anymore. And now instead of bossy, I call my players and said, you are a boss. And I said, there's a big difference in the two connotations. And that's something that I've learned in sport. And now it's kind of translated into the finance world. You can walk into the office and be a boss and feel comfortable and confident in what you're trying to portray. As long as you can show that you care, being a boss is a great thing. And it's not necessarily being bossy. I love that. That's a great and important distinction. Um, and I love that you're instilling that in the young women who are so lucky to have you and Danny as your coach, as your coaches. So, well, great. Well, as I mentioned, I wanted to share some um, statistics. So, 
clearly today, you know, we've got three boss ladies um, who are all certified financial planners and really love this as our career, but wanted to just share some statistics with our listeners to kind of lay the land of our industry. So currently, 24% of the 95,000 certified financial planners are women. So we've made progress. I think when I entered the industry, you know, uh, gosh, I think when I got my CFP, it was probably 25 years ago that we were about 9%. So we've made good progress, but it definitely is a classic case of it's a marathon and not a sprint. Um, to show that we are still building the new CFPs from last year, we had a four and a half percent increase of um, the participants or the practitioners who got the certification that were women. So let me say that a better way of the people who earned their CFP designation last year, four and a half percent more were women than in the prior year. And that equals to about 30% were women last year. So I kind of mucked that up and I apologize, but the trend line really is more women are understanding the importance of the designation and are pursuing it and achieving it. There's a broader name. It's not a designation, but, you know, financial advisor. You don't need any type of designation to call yourself that. Uh, there's about a quarter of a million financial advisors and about 28% of them are women. So about the same stats, if you're looking at the advisory world and as Eric commented too, about a third are women um, in today's numbers. So we're going to talk about, you know, why that's important, um, why we think it should continue to grow. And another stat to pair that with is, you know, in today, women control about 10 trillion. That's with T as in Thomas. So we control 10 trillion of all the dollars that are out there. And by 2030, which believe it or not, is only in seven years, that's going to triple. So we just want to say that that's why we think women, it's a great time to get into this industry. If you are an advisor or you have your own firm, this is why you want to be engaging and employing women and promoting them into both advisory and ownership and management positions. Because women, we communicate differently. We look for different characteristics in our relationship with our advisor. And we care about different things and just have a real different perspective. Again, our point is not better or right. It's just different. And so when you're talking about people with their money, you're getting very personal. So it's very important that you know how to connect and communicate with people on that level. Before we engage more with Stephanie and Delaney, we just wanted to share a little bit about our firm, Private Vista. So we were pretty much in line kind of with those statistics that we just shared. Um, we have 25 advisors at our firm. Eight of them are women. So that's about a third. And then we have two women owners. So again, we too continue to evolve as the world is changing. Um, but we just wanted to kind of share how it is in our own little patch of the land. One of the things we wanted to start off with is 
I think I can say this. You guys can say it a different way, but we're, we feel very fortunate and supportive that our male colleagues are evolving and how they support us. Stephanie or Delaney, whoever wants to start, but would love to share an example of how you've seen any of our male colleagues, what they've been doing to help, you know, support the women at Private Vista, or you can certainly share a personal story since we know you um, both have had families while you've been working with the firm. So I'll jump in and and go first here because I think I have the most (laughs) recent antidote on this topic. So I am actually still breastfeeding. My my daughter's six months, as I said before. So I'm I'm still trying to make it to the year mark. And it's been pretty incredible to see the the male advisors in the firm really try to evolve to make this the smoothest process possible for me. So funny enough, I have a meeting coming up and it's all men in their later 50s or or older than that. And none of them have breastfeeding on their mind. Let's be honest. That's probably the last thing that they're thinking about. However, the advisor I'm going with to this meeting has made it such a priority to make sure that if we're in the meeting longer than three hours, I get my 20 minutes to go pump and then I can come back. And he's been very cognizant of what's going on in my life. And, you know, it's it felt really good to not have to take on this, what I call it a burden, but only in the workplace, maybe to take this on totally by myself. I feel so supported here. And Everybody has gone out of their way to make sure I have a comfortable place to pump and I feel good about it. And no one has made me feel like I'm lesser than because I have to take my 20 minutes every three hours to to get this done. That's great. That's great. I'm so glad to hear that. Stephanie, do you want to share an example or any thoughts? Yeah, I think mine are just thoughts on the long term of, as you mentioned, Nicole, the support of helping figure out whatever is for the day or the long term. So I I kind of think about it more from every, all of our colleagues, Nicole, are my mentors in a different way. And so that has more to do with, you know, when you're prioritizing different things that maybe people in our office, as Delaney just said, haven't gone through recently. That's been something that's been very helpful for me to be able to sit down and help map out what does my the day look like or the year look like or the five years look like. And that's been something that's been really important to me because that can be there's a lot of moving parts that go on. And we're going to talk about this in a few minutes, I think, Nicole, that that can be overwhelming is not the right word, but again, picking those priorities and how to be able to do that. Yes. And I'll just add the perspective um, of a single person with no kids. I too have had wonderful support from the firm as a whole, but as we're just highlighting the amazing male colleagues we have is, you know, when my mom was going through treatment for cancer and then ultimately um, was dying and ended up dying is, um, you know, my parents are in Cleveland and my colleagues were like, you know, you need to be there. You need to be with your family. You let us know what we can do, but you should be with your family first. And, you know, And they did. They stepped up, including the two of you as well, just to make sure my clients were still taken care of. But I could really have my mind where it needed to be at that point. So I think there's a whole, you know, just being a woman, we all have different uh, life paths that either we've chosen or we take. So it's important to have support regardless of your relationship or family status. All right. So with that, why don't we kind of start about... um, If you want to share how you chose this industry and career path. So, Stephanie, do you want to start us off on that one? Sure, I certainly can. Uh, I 
won't necessarily say I chose this career path, <laughs> but was more placed into it. Um, I think my was it was it the paperwork you were yeah. doing at age seven? <laughs> exactly. So I have, again, wonderful mentors at the firm. One of them was my father, who's been retired for seven years now. Um, many, many years ago, I was asked to be an intern, <laughs> asked as a loose word. Voluntold. Uh, exactly. I loved it. And then I took a different career after college to you know, kind of make sure. And what I learned through that was I get my energy from people, educating them, interacting with them. And so that was something I very much enjoyed. So when then when I was asked to come back a couple of years after I'd intern to Private Vista, I was very excited to do that. So my career path then has taken me to a place of loving to educate and loving to empower women, not only women, but in everyone in their financial yeah, just world. people in general. Exactly. But more so getting my energy from the relationships that we have with our clients. That is something that I believe you don't always think about, you know, what are you going to like in your career and why? I also joke that Part of this is Nicole Delaney and I are not going to walk out the door and say we're salespeople. But when you love talking to people and introducing a topic, that's really what you're doing when you're educating is explaining something. And so that's really why this career path works and resonates so much for me is because of the interaction and the education I get to do on a daily basis with clients. Uh, and I would say, I mean, I've, I think sales still does have a, a dirty connotation or dirty feel. I mean, but really what each of us are doing is is selling ourselves to the degree of you can trust us. I will listen. I will help you sort through all the noise and information. So I, you know, I do try to flip that and say, yes, I am in sales, but we're not selling, you know, the typical widget. Um, and I'm I'm proud of what we do because it's even harder because it's an intangible item. So Delaney, why don't you share a little bit? I know we, we've shared your fun fact. You've only known the professional world through Private Vista. Yeah. So kind of the reverse of Stephanie, I have known what I wanted to do my entire life. So I'm very decisive, which is funny because as I started going through college, I knew that I've always wanted to be a coach and I had planned on being a math teacher. So I was going through all the programming to be a math teacher. And, you know, I was about, I think I was a junior and I woke up one day and I realized I really don't want to have to ever struggle when it came to making money. So I went to my academic advisor in the athletic department and I told her, I said, I think I want to do something that I have a huge growth potential. Because although you can touch tons of lives as a teacher, yes. I wanted something that I could strive for and really grow. And she said, okay, tell me some things that you like. I said, well, I love people and I love money. So <laughs> she then told me I have the major for you. <laughs> and she put me in the financial planning program. And that's great. I don't think I knew that yeah, about you. Since that moment, my first class, I realized that I was going to love this degree. And I've always just loved helping people. And this was kind of the way that I know I can always go back to coaching. I can always, I do it in my spare time, but I needed something that I could truly thrive in and help other people thrive. And I think that this is exactly what we do at Private Vista is we just, we help these clients, all these people that matter so much to us, and we really get them to where they want to be in life. I love that. And I agree with uh, the themes both of you shared is not only are we teaching our clients, we are coaching them and we are educating and empowering them so that they can, you know, like you said, live their private vista and be the best that they can and feel secure around their finances. 
Hey, pardon the interruption. I know you are listening to Dollars and Cents, creating your fulfilled life with Nicole Romito, and we're happy you're here. If you have any questions, please head over to myprivatevista.com or the show notes to find out how to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. So with that, then you've talked a little bit. We know you both have young children at home. Why don't we talk a little bit about, I mean, one of the things I know as we were talking about the points we wanted to highlight is really the whole that work-life balance is BS. So I don't really like to use that phrase because I don't think it exists. And sometimes um, I would love for you to share with our listeners kind of how do you juggle all the balls that you have in the air? And how do you guys deal with on some days you're like, wow, I knocked it out of the park as mom or as a parent and maybe work was not the top priority. And then other days you're like, wow, I really uh, knocked it out of the park with all my client meetings and all the things I worked on from work. And maybe I wasn't uh, the number one mom that day. I've got to imagine not only from a time perspective, but the emotional perspective on how hard that must be to navigate. I'll go first here. And I think it's really, really important to start off, Nicole, by saying that Stephanie and I probably couldn't do as well as we do in life without the support system here at Private Vista and in our families. I think that's the baseline to how we can get through the day is we just have so much support. I definitely would agree with you when it comes to some days I am great at being mom and some days I'm great at being a financial advisor. It's been an interesting challenge these last six months to really figure out what is it going to look like for me. And I'll tell you, clients love the fact that I'm growing in my personal life. So never have I felt like they were frustrated that maybe I didn't email them back in the 24-hour time block that I always do. I'm a little atypical, so I usually maybe email back in the first hour that I get one, but it's been very different. And no one has ever said, hey, why didn't you email me back right away? It's always been, oh, no problem. Give me a couple days and I'll get back to you. And they're like, great. Sounds good. So I really do think that people, it's not what we expect. We typically expect people to, hey, you better do exactly what you've always done. But it's really not like that. They take our evolution in life and they tailor their responses to us as well, which I think has been super helpful. I have a lot of clients who take a personal interest in what's going on in my life. And, you know, we all work together. It's definitely a team. I agree. And I think that speaks volumes to the depth of relationships that we have with our clients. Um, I know Delaney and I were in a meeting recently with a client that we work uh, with together. And the client brought the cutest little dress for Mila and, um, you know, was like, you have to send me a picture when you get home of her in it. And so they they get it. They see us as human beings. And um, I know, you know, clients were excited when Stephanie and I were promoted to partner. And I know when not only did Delaney recently have her first daughter, but also she was recently promoted to senior advisor and the clients get really excited. They, they want us to succeed both professionally and personally. Yeah. And I think the other perspective, as Delaney said, 
all of us, all three of us cannot do this without the support. You know, my husband, James at home, my parents, my in-laws, and even my mom friends, my dad friends, meaning that it does take a village. I, I can get other things will happen at work where you're behind schedule and same thing at home or off schedule is a better way of saying it. The one thing I wanted to add that everyone is different is, um, and how do you sort those things out as you were asking, Nicole? I'm a compartmentalizer. So I've spent a tremendous amount of time, sometimes naturally, sometimes not focusing on when I'm in one place to try to be in that place. I think you brought that up, Nicole. To be present. Yes. Instead of blurring those together. Now that's posed its own challenges in the last couple of years when we all lived through pandemic and had to do multiple things at once. <laughs> yes, I believe uh, Reagan was on more than one Zoom with us. <laughs> right. And and that's okay. And I think that's what absolutely. the lady was saying. Clients were absolutely supportive of that. But at the same time, generally speaking, trying to get a little bit more away from that and going back to you know where I am is what I'm focused on at that point in time. And then for me, it's not doing the other important thing in my mind is the look back. When I've made a committed road, if I have a nighttime event or a nighttime client meeting, not to say I'm missing something at home, but then that's you've picked your lane and, and that's okay and that's your choice. Right. And vice versa. When if there is something else going on, you know, we have a uh, upcoming event that happens to land on my daughter's birthday, I won't be able to make that. And that's okay. There right. are some things I can't do for work because of those things and having that support. I love that. I, I think being present is such a great and important mindset for all things in life. And it's I personally struggle with it, right? With the barrage of information we have, you know, I'll pick up my phone to maybe I'm going to email Delaney and Stephanie about something, but, oh, there's a text alert or the, oh, um, you know, you get your Wall Street Journal alert or things like that. And then a half hour later, I'm like, wait, why did I pick up this phone? So I think it's really important to stay present so you can truly enjoy As you said, Stephanie, whatever the choice you have made, go with it, live in it and love it. So that's great advice. I think the one thing to add to that is it's never perfect. Nope. (laughs) You know what? I wish we could banish that word because perfect doesn't exist. It's another BS myth. Exactly. And I think that's the part that I do love about this career path is that when something's going on in our client's life and I might be at home or something else, but I I would like to be there for that. And so it is like Delaney said, you know, give me a few minutes. I'll call you back. That to me also works. So it is that we don't like that word balance necessarily in a but but finding time to do both. And sometimes things will get misaligned a little bit and you just have to readjust. Yeah. And I think that's also why we work in teams at Private Vista as well. So Delaney was able to take her um, parental leave and we had a plan of who was going to be working with the clients while she was gone. What did they need to know? Let the clients know. And even if you're not on leave, I mean, We're all in the studio today. So the clients have another advisor that they know, like, and trust. And so our clients are always well taken care of. And the idea is the clients feel taken care of. And I'm loving this concept, Stephanie, of we're staying present in what we're doing. So... All right. Well, with that, both of you mentioned, and I'm I'm fortunate to know your husbands and actually your parents and stuff as well. So it does take a village. So maybe we can talk a little bit about 
We've already highlighted, I think, the collaborative and supportive community and culture that we have created at Private Vista, which is fabulous. But what do you do to, you know, build your village outside of your family and friends and then obviously your professional colleagues within the firm? So how are you doing that? Sure. So I think it's a, a really good starting point to go back a little bit on on when I first moved to Chicago. So about eight years ago, I started looking for places to play volleyball. And from that, I have built lifelong friendships. And I really feel like I can call on some of those people at any time to help me out. The other coaches in the club, they're always there to help me with Mila and anything I need. So I do think that it's just been a factor of how do I find people that have common interests? And then in that, for the professional side of things, we look for people that have common interests and common professional alignments as well. So I work a lot with a couple of female CPAs, accountants, a lot of female estate planning attorneys. And I have really in the last two years built a huge networking group that at first I didn't think was going to be possible because when I started eight years ago, it was really hard to find other females in those roles. And since then, I feel like we have just started to flourish in building that network. And I've had such a great time meeting a couple of these people and they all had such great advice for what I was about to go through in parenthood. So it was a really smooth transition once I put myself out there, but that was the hardest part, right? You don't want to put yourself out there and feel like, oh, maybe I'm not as smart as someone who's been in the business 10 years. It's It was kind of that confidence meets just going for it and jumping off the cliff to try to figure out how do we build this network. And it's worked out so far. That's great. Stephanie? You know, it is a really mirroring what Delaney just said. I think putting yourself out there is the biggest challenge, but the someone once told me this and I didn't really understand it years ago, but you meet a lot of your people at the kindergarten door. And what they meant by that was... Um, Wait, you, what is this door you're talking about? <laughs> if you have children that eventually become school age, you're going to, and, and a lot of your, your kids' friends will be their friends too, but you're going to see a lot of similar people. And that actually stands true for the preschool door for me and the kindergarten door um, as to where we met the personal village of support as well. Professionally, I think Delaney's right. It's the those conversations when you're when you need help and the people that are able to help and an unrelated client event or question, meaning that those folks that are willing to answer a question like I believe the three of us and our whole firm are, if you have a general question, ask us and we'll be able to hopefully direct you in the right location or try to help your client by getting to know them as well. So those are things that have really worked for me to build out that professional network is, you know, when I get consistent answers and hopefully do the same, then you feel like you have some people to call on. And as Delaney mentioned, I have wonderful women in that network that have helped me do that as well. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, that's how I really built my whole practice is just showing up consistently and finding my tribe. I've been very fortunate at the bank. I had a whole host of wonderful women mentors and sponsors. But then since joining Private Vista, as you guys have shared, it's just women in general want to help other women. I don't really believe in the whole going back to a comment Delaney made earlier about being bossy or like the girl boss. 
I feel that yes, there are some out there, but for the most part, it's once you've moved along, look back and hold your hand out because let's just pull more people up along with us. Um, There's power in numbers. There's more than enough of the pie to go around, if you will. And I have found so much support with people who I initially met professionally, but have become some of my closest friends. And uh, I've noticed just in showing up and continuing to build the relationship, not only has that been gratifying from a personal friendship level, but it's also they know you, they know your value system, they can trust you, you do what you say, and the referrals and introductions have followed as well. And Nicole, just to add to that, I've actually found an interesting shift in uh, our clients looking for female advisors. So, I, you know, I just had a client join the firm about a year ago and they were reaching out because they specifically wanted to switch from their advisor that they'd had for a couple of years to a female advisor. They just felt that the vibe and the meetings were different and they really wanted to feel heard. And I know you and I have talked about this in the past typically women have a a really good niche and skill set for listening. Mm -hmm. And I just think that sometimes people just want to be heard and they want to know that you're taking in the information and then you're going to do what's best for them. And I think that that's something that we do so well here at Private Vista. Yes, I completely agree. And I know I have found that too, um, going back to when we first implemented the team concept at our firm. And um, it was interesting to see the increased level of engagement from the female or woman spouse or partner in the relationship. So they, I think they were like, oh, I've got someone, you know, who looks like me, who probably thinks like me, or at least can talk and talk in terms and in ways that I understand. So I think that's just been a huge benefit as well of having women on the team, or as you just shared, Delaney, as a, as a potential resource that more people are looking for a female advisor. I think, why don't we just kind of pivot to sharing a little bit about why do we think our industry is a good, you know, consider being a financial advisor or certified financial planner. Like, let's give a little plug for our industry and and why women should consider it. So I think at this point, you know, math is math. So when it comes to the investing world, you're going to be able to to figure that out. Where women really thrive is the relationship aspect and showing how much you can truly take an interest in someone's life. And I always tell my clients, I want to be the first phone call when something great happens or when something bad happens. I want to always be involved as much as possible and as much as they want me to. So I feel like that's been something that women show a little bit stronger earlier on. I'm not saying that a male advisor doesn't care. That's absolutely not the case. Right. However, I think that we're a little bit better at showing our emotions and kind of giving the clients that feeling of, wow, they're here for me no matter what from the beginning. And I do think that that's something that we really bring to the table as women advisors. So I do believe that this is a great opportunity for any woman who loves people, loves money, and wants to work in a team. This is just such a good avenue to coordinate all of those things. 
I think one thing I want to add to Delaney's comment is, yes, math is math, but it didn't also have to be your favorite subject in high school or college. (laughs) It was not mine. Nor mine. (laughs) (laughs) But it was something that, as Delaney mentioned, to be able to explain and learn that has been really helpful, I think, from that perspective. So the other reason this is such a wonderful career path, I believe, again, is the idea of wanting to work with people on a collaborative team. I think that's something, if that interests you, that's really why why I would love this. And then that education side. So math teacher goals aside, I think that we are, you know, the math is uh, something that you can learn, I think, if you like those other aspects of this business. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So I think too, it's, it's, the things that you guys shared. And then also for the the young women who are listening um, in our audience today is this might, you know, as you're thinking down the road and you, you know, you either know if you want to have a family or you don't, either way, this is a career. Once you've established yourself, just like any career, you got to put in the time, pay your dues. But once you you've established yourself, it does allow for a lot of flexibility, whether it's caring for children or other family members, um, you know, parents, grandparents, things like that. And then also, too, it allows you, especially in this day and age, you can really do our job from anywhere. So it really allows you to live life to your fullest or what we like to say, your private vista. So with that, ladies, I could be in here all week with the two of you, Um, but let's go ahead and wrap up. What I like to ask all of my guests is if, you know, there was no constraints, no time, no money, you're not tied to, I want to be close to parents or things like that. Where would you want to live? And if you want to share why, that'd be great. I'll go first. I think my um, knowing that this question was coming, I'm going to answer with maybe it's a place that I need to do more research on that I think exists potentially in Europe of where a large city meets a mountain closely, but a large enough city that has a lot of the things that Chicago has to offer culturally for me. So, oh, perfect. Um, Northern Italy, Milan. Yes, sure. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that I love the city. As Stephanie just said, I, I, love the hustle and bustle. However, I do think that if I could pick anywhere, it would be some beach somewhere 24 seven. I would love to just kind of be out there laying out, playing volleyball on the beach. And that would be my ideal lifestyle. Well, those both work for me because then I have great places to come visit you guys. So I applaud both of your choices. (laughs) I want to thank both of you for sharing your time because as it certainly came out in our short time together. You guys both have a lot going on. So I really appreciate you taking time out to chat with me. And so you can share your wisdom and life experience with our listeners. And I've really enjoyed having you in the studio today. So thank you. Thank you, Nicole, for having me. It was great to be here. Um, I love the podcast and love what you're doing with it. So thrilled to be here. Yeah. And and to all the young female listeners out there, it is totally okay to be a boss anytime you want. Well, I agree. So here's the thing, but I do need to, I'm not disagreeing with anything that you said, but Delaney, one of the things that you mentioned, um, you were talking to some of the young ladies out there about getting into this career. And I would tell you all that working with hundreds of advisors around the country, as I have over the years, you guys have something special at Private Vista. There are certain companies I've worked with that have been phenomenal in helping to create a sense of work-life balance. Nicole, I agree that there's no such thing as a real true work-life balance, but be selective, ladies. 
find the place that's going to support you the way that they're talking about. Don't settle for a job offer that's going to put you in a position where the gentlemen in the office aren't going to respect you. Period. Sorry. That's I, I just want to say that I'm not trying to put a damper on the on the podcast by any means, but I've seen it time and time again. And they really need to find a place that's that's going to fit them and the lifestyle that they want, Nicole. So if people are listening to this going, I'd really like to explore this as an option, how would they get a hold of you to, to have this conversation? Yeah, thanks for teeing that up, Eric. Um, as our firm continues to grow, we are always interested in talking to people who might be looking to join our industry or our firm now or down the road. The best way to get in touch with one of us would be to email podcast at myprivatevista.com. Or you can call our main line, which is 312-831-4370. And uh, Lorena or Sue will be able to get you in touch with one of us to talk about how how to uh, explore this as a possible career. And also, too, if anyone is looking for an advisor or just wants to talk about anything with their personal financial situation, you can also reach out through either of those channels as well and can get you in touch with one of our fabulous advisors. Fantastic. Again, thank you all three of you for a wonderful podcast. And our last thank you always goes to the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Dollars and Cents podcast with Nicole Romito. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe down button below. This way when Nicole comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually helps others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Private Vista, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dollars and Cents, Creating Your Fulfilled Life with Nicole Romito, sponsored by Private Vista. Visit our website at www.myprivatevista.com or give us a call at 312-831-4370. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Private Vista is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors, LLC an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is neither indicative nor a guarantee of future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Private Vista and Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates make no representations or warranties expressed or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information or for statements or errors or omissions, or results obtained from the use of this information. Private Vista and Hightower Advisors, LLC, assume no liability for action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced. Such data and other information are subject to changes without notice. This was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.